Listen to insights on how conversational messaging is changing the way businesses and their customers engage. Join Gupshup CEO Berud and VP for Marketing Srini and an array of guests for conversations about conversations. This is the Gupshup Conversational Messaging Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Conversational Messaging Podcast. In today's episode, we spoke to Nidhi, who's a marketing leader with tremendous insights into the music streaming industry, and Srinivas Vijay Raghavan, who's the VP of Marketing here at Gupshup. And our conversation centered around how to add a human touch to personalized conversations with your customers at scale. And to do this, Nidhi walked us through specific examples of how to use data from your customers' touch points to create conversations that not only help users, but engage them. Also, Nidhi shared concrete flows of how to use chatbot automation without overwhelming your customers. It's truly an action-packed episode. So without further ado, here's our conversation for you. Let me start by a cliche statement, uh, like you always say, it's never too late to do what you love. And I'm a classic example of that. I'm purely into marketing out of passion. I have been born and brought up into the service delivery and operation side of the business. And I've been very, very fortunate to work with some of these interesting brands who trusted my intellect and gave me a chance when I wanted to get into the field of marketing and make a difference there. And we all understand that marketing is a very, very evolving function, especially in terms of the technology. I continue to do that even today. Most of my journey in the marketing domain has been something of a fresh start. You can say every opportunity that I got in any of the industries, whether it was cybersecurity, whether it's a music industry, a music streaming industry, which I'm part of now, it's a completely new canvas that I'm allowed to paint. So that gives me a lot of liberty to come up with my own ways as to how we would want to make an impact for that particular brand. So there's no baggage of anything that I'm carrying forward. We are at this stage uh, today that everybody kind of confuses marketing more with digital marketing. I mean, that's what we get to hear the most of the time that we are a digital marketer or uh, what is digital marketing all about. But I personally still try to uphold the very basics of marketing. Digital can only be an enabler to the function. But to maximize what your actual business objectives are, I think it's very important to stay close to the basics of marketing, which is a person talks to a person. So that is something which I keep as the DNA of my marketing function. And uh, currently, when I'm working with uh, one of the music streaming platforms, it's the same uh, theory that I keep around here. And I try to apply all my principles, uh, both as a service provider and more of it as a consumer. Is Because if I'm sitting on the other side of it, and if something has been marketed to me, what is it that ha- I would like to have? What is my reaction to that particular thing? I think that's something which I have so far completed in my marketing journey. Before we get into how you scale experiences at the customer level, could you just speak about the importance of doing that as a marketer before you approach anything in your strategy and plan, taking your approach from a customer's point of view? I think one of the things that uh, Nidhi spoke about uh, caught my ear and where she says that uh, marketing is people engaging with people. And I think that's uh, something that's really important for 
a lot of brands to keep in mind especially in the digital era where it's easy to sort of create some distance between your audience and you while you still might be visible everywhere on every format retargeting you know and all of that but you should always take care to ensure that you your brand and its followers don't feel a separation or a distance and that is happening quite a bit because a lot of digital marketing today is sort of like mass marketing even though you have very good targeting mechanisms there is a lot of fatigue that's also creeping in to what consumers experience i mean the kind of stimuli that we are exposed to as consumers on a day to day basis is is humongous and it's very hard to make and keep that connect with your followers which is where i think the one to one connect with your followers is where the power of conversations really comes in and and that's really what gupshop is all about we believe that any business you know be it a consumer business or a b2b business has to have that one to one connect with their consumers at all times and it becomes challenging in that digital also gives you that opportunity because you are able to connect with millions of people depending on how big your brand is it is now possible to have that one to one connect with each and every one of those million people or so that follow your brand through the use of technology through the use of conversational engagement platforms i think having this idea of personalized connection with each and every one of your audience members or customers is more of a unique challenge set and problem set for b2c companies nidhi could you expand on this point a little bit about the importance of this personalized connection between each one of a brand's users and them themselves picking up on the point of conversational messaging or trying to reach out to the customer in that kind of a private space if you look at the b2c brands what are the biggest challenges it's scalability and retention scalability is not the only problem i think most of the btc brands are trying to solve because there is just too much of consumption so if you are marketed in a right way scalability probably would come to you later or sooner but the most important part is how do you retain those customers so much before bringing automation to the table i think it's very important for brands to understand and try to answer that why would somebody want to come to any brand to utilize even that conversation so i think if you are able to answer the why the how and the what part that's where you might be able to put across a, a solution which is more effective in the long term with automation there has to be something very specific that you're trying to solve i mean yes we are trying to increase the conversations that we have with our customers but if you look at what is the specific problem that your particular audience is experiencing i won't even call them a customer yet they're just an audience who's trying to get close to your brand and figure out a way to get that information or maybe then later on make that purchase so are you trying to make the process or the experience easier for them for example let's say i use a practu as a healthcare service provider or i'm from a music streaming industry so if i'm looking at my competition in the market as to why would a customer go to them and take up their services or become a larger user of them than not coming to my platform is it that i'm not able to answer their questions i have to identify where the hook is and put my automation around that particular hook is it something that they're automatically getting an answer to through my my ui ux experience or just the platform that i have or is it something that they still need to get an answer to 
And from a consumer point of view, Arman, I have personally used some of these channels which have really complicated the process for me. There are brands who actually make it so difficult for you that not just you don't get the solution to your problem, but you actually end up losing the brand loyalty as well. So I think it's very important to understand that answers all those questions and optimize, optimize every stage of it so that they don't just come, they stay. I think what you really alluded to was different customer journeys. And a large part of conversational design is in figuring out what journeys consumers actually take. So if you take the example of media streaming companies, we all subscribe to one or the other music streaming services. So there is obviously the discovery mode where you're trying to figure out, should I use this app versus that app? Maybe I have very specific music taste, which is the app that caters to it more versus the others. So there is what we call as a pre-purchase or a discovery phase. And then there's the uh, the sign-up phase where you're able to download, sign up, subscribe, pick up a plan or try for free. And then you have the, the monetization phase where the, the platform is trying to say, okay, we'll move you to a paid plan because you probably don't want to listen to so many advertisements on a free plan. And then you get them to consume more and more so that your creators who are contributing content are also benefiting and the listeners are benefiting. In each of these, you have big and small journeys that are at play and all of them can be disrupted through conversational design. Like we work with a lot of media and media companies and we help to make, let's say, signups very smooth. We help to make product discovery or content discovery easier. And all of this is now possible through the medium of messaging apps. Most of these platforms have apps of their own, but they can easily integrate with messaging apps like a WhatsApp or an Instagram where consumers already have them on their phone and uh, use those apps to answer a lot of questions and also use those apps to create a continual dialogue with the consumer. Right now, what's happening is that you use a lot of in-app notifications to give them that. But imagine if those notifications start coming on a messaging app as well, where let's say I use Apple Music and Apple Music were on a WhatsApp account and was on my WhatsApp list. And Apple Music was telling me that here's the latest Bruce Springsteen record that's come out. That actually creates a lot of stickiness between me and, and the app. I was just adding here that what I've noticed is this is a lot which is happening in the e-commerce industry. Like I'm a big consumer of e-commerce platforms for shopping per se. And I think this, the way they're making the conversation seamlessly and not utilizing the data that they're capturing to rather spam me, but putting that data to use to kind of ease out the process for me and have a recall value for me as well. Maybe by sending me offers or something that might have been added to my cart. So I think those are the things which uh, makes a customer experience good and feel you very connected. I think it's very, very important when you're planning out these customer journeys, there's that perfect balance between communication and over communication. So as a marketer, when you're planning this, how do you go about making sure that the touch points are optimized? I think what's important for a marketer is also the analytics, right? I mean, we are not just getting the data. We have to kind of study and understand what that data is all about. 
today and this time it's too much of data it's too much of information too much of spam right so as a marketer analytics is one of the parts you need to have as part of your strategy we definitely do it a lot because when we're talking about let's say music streaming industry we're talking about a huge number of consumers if you look at your website if you're directing for example any traffic to your website through your normal promotion through social media and you you can see that there is a lot of traction and a lot of traffic coming to the website but they're all just falling off from the first page they're not even interested in seeing your service or the product that you have forget about doing a conversation with you on the chatbot the way i would like to answer your question is that understand the analytics see what the insights you're getting from the uh, touch points which the customer is giving you for e-commerce industry we used to always hear previously a lot that more than the shopping it's the products are left in the shopping cart if you know and you understand the reason behind it then probably the kind of the next messaging that you will send them across will make convert rather than uh, them going back or maybe completely deleting the app analytics plays a very very key role here and you have to understand what customers are trying to say to you and then act accordingly and then optimize that experience for them can you speak a little bit about when you're planning the content to write as part of your chats with the individual consumers that you're having how do you make sure to one get great open rates to have people actually open your particular message and how do you make sure that when the chat actually comes across it's put in a way that the user would actually feel there's a relatively human aspect to it I'll address the open rate question that you had. What we find is that traditional email channels have open rates of something like 15 to 20% on average, but messaging apps have an open rate of above 95 to 98%. And uh, this is one of the aha moments that we want every marketer in, in across the world to have that you might be over investing in a channel that has a lot of fatigue factor. but uh, there are these other channels where consumers might be more intuitively wired to respond which is a messaging app that should be leveraged a lot more now when it comes to designing conversations one is you can choose a variety of channels that you want uh, to activate like it could be messaging apps like whatsapp instagram telegram you could use voice uh, you can use video so the platform lets you choose channels and then the platform typically gives you a bot builder a flow builder to actually sit and design the conversation which is to say how will we sort of respond to you what options will we give you and these platforms can also be plugged into the brand's customer data platform so and the crm so basic personalization typically starts with your name that's the most simple thing to personalize and the other grades of personalization start with let's say your transaction history or if you're talking about a streaming service your listening history what kind of an audio file are you uh, what is your listening pattern all of those details can be plugged into the the flow builder and the recommendations or conversations can be highly uh, contextualized so conversational designers typically work on writing scripts in a human manner it's more anthropomorphic you're trying to humanize a brand you're you're trying to give it a character a personality uh probably possibly even a gender sometimes and you're trying to use technology to build a relationship with the consumer so these are some of the key things and of course with conversational ai and natural language processing you're also able to understand when they answer back 
so far we've been talking about what you send them but what happens when they answer back when they chat back to say that look do you have let's say malayali fusion rock music you try to figure out the intent and then you say that do you have any artist in mind and when somebody puts out an artist name and then you go back so you keep that conversation going it requires a conversation layer engine which is another thing that you get with these engagement platforms this is how the whole uh, conversational design is created and the starting points can be anything the starting point can be a whatsapp number that you publish on your website or a link that you send via sms or a link that is there on your app even if you have a physical store it could be a qr code or something like that what advice would you give to listeners who are starting these flows for within their own particular companies in terms of their chats are there any content tips or strategies or advice within these flows that you would provide to listeners who are about to implement i think i'll pick up from this wonderful point which shreeni just mentioned about giving that human connect do so we all understand we are interacting with piece of technology so there's always a scope to bring that particular element to your strategy so i think whoever is coming down new to this or even the existing ones they should not try to replicate something which is already there they have to deep dive into what is the real need for their own business you have to be very sensitive towards the data that you have already captured and put it to the best use for example if there is a conversation push that i'm doing on whatsapp which happens a lot these days like i i gave you an example of e-commerce you have to be sensitive enough in terms of what time zone i lie at if you're pushing me a notification at 1 o'clock in the night to buy up something that actually breaks my loyalty with you so i think my only last piece of advice would be that you have to understand the people process and the product part of it you need to put up the best of the product and understand what's really applicable to you and then expand it over a period of time you have to have a very very seamless process from the start till the end for your own internal team as well who's delivering and also for the customer point of view and also the people behind it you know who are strategizing like so you mentioned that this might actually end up becoming a very important role and an area to work for so the right kind of education both internally and also externally so that the consumers can look at it as an addition to their experience not something which has been forcibly pushed upon if there is a break in between your query that you're raising with them you will have an immediate call back or a touch point being made so that you do not lose the track of the problem that you were trying to solve so i think that's what i would just end with that just just look at the people process and product part of it and uh, try to give your best to the customers shrinivas before we wrap up do you want to add anything i think specifically the media and entertainment industry traditionally it's been one to many and that's the way the industry is the content that is designed is designed for millions of people to watch and enjoy but i think there's a lot of scope in this industry for conversational design and conversational engagement not just with the the platform but also with the content with the artists with the characters and, and things like that thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the conversational messaging podcast by gupshop If you liked that conversation and want more of that, make sure to subscribe and tune in every single week to listen to insights on how conversational messaging is changing the way businesses and their customers engage. Thanks again and we will see you in the next episode.